2: Yeah, you hear that? That's the Monday night football theme, and that means we are back for another week of After Buzz TV's Monday Night Football Recap. Yes. Speaking of What's Cap, that? I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. Oh, and that's nice to me, there. That was a uh, nice
0: little segue. I haven't heard that one before you. since day one.
2: <laughs> next to me is my day one. Hey Steph guys, Z. I'm
0: Steph Z. You guys can tweet me at I A M S-C-E-F-Z along the way. Yes, and across from us, some very special guests...
2: Benjamin and Matthew Royer. Oh. Hi guys. Woo. They just wrapped the first season on Disney Channel of Best Friends Whenever, right? Yes. Yep. That's for
1: sure.
2: We will talk about that more later in the show, but first, let's get right into it. I have to, to let you guys know that Matthew over here is the Chargers fan, if you can see his Chargers shirt under, under yeah. his sweet vest. And next to him, his brother Benjamin is a Cowboys fan. Yes. And we asked them before the show, "How did that happen?" And they said, "I don't know. <laughs> why is he a cha- Why is he a Cowboys fan?" He said, "Wait, what did you tell me?"
1: I, "I'm just a Cowboys." Fan. No, you
2: said, "I'm a Cowboys fan because I'm a Cowboys fan." Yeah. It was as simple as that. I love it.
0: Yeah. I think the Cowboys. You know, it's very interesting that you guys are a Chargers fan and a Cowboys fan because if you think about those two teams, those are two of the teams that you know, all in all, have great. Quarterbacks. I know they're not like great, great, you know, but I'm saying yeah. the the person that the quarterback is, the leader of the team mm-hmm. is yeah. is a hero, not a hero. That's dramatic, but <laughs> it, you know what I mean. Like there's certain quarterbacks that when they take the field, they're a leader. That's what I want to say. Yeah, both you know, they, team they're, captains. They're both team captains, but not not even they only the team captain. But when they step on the field, they're a leader. You know, you want to be playing for Tony Romo. He's going to yes. give it everything he's got. Philip Rivers, everything he's going to. They're going to lay it out all on the field. They're not just showing up for a paycheck. They still love the game like, you know, young people love the game.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's my tidbit about the picking of the two teams. I'm okay okay with that. I like your tidbit there. just saying.
2: So tonight we had Houston against Cincinnati. The Bengals went into it 8-0, came out of it 8-1. That's right. If you haven't heard already, the Texans defeated them.
0: Spoiler alert. I know, right?
2: Um. Okay. So, not a very exciting game, as we talked about before the show here. Um. Wait, wait. One of one of you was telling me naming off the only plays that we had to. Okay. So Matthew. name those
1: off again, Matthew. Yeah. We only have. <laughs> Three field goals, one touchdown, one extra point, and three interceptions to talk about. There here. you go.
0: We do though, way. <laughs> Come on, we have a little bit of amazing defense to talk That's about. Sure. We but- have a little bit of a quarterback that I feel like we might all be on the same page. Kind of, we're like, oh no, Yates is coming in. You know, it was like the Texans had a chance, and then you see Foyer out for a concussion or whatever, yeah. and then you see. Yates coming in, you're like, oh, man, maybe they were going to do it. Maybe they were going to upset. So I feel like that was good that he came in and he kept it together. He made some he key led plays. The team. He led them. Yes. Made some key plays.
2: He's the only one that threw that touchdown. That you, tell me, what did you guys think of that awesome catch by DeAndre Hopkins? It was
1: just really amazing. How Cal- he stayed in bounds just mind-boggled me. Um, DeAndre Hopkins' catch was incredible. Um, he One-handed jumping in the air. He was he's able to get two feet down. It was incredible. Better than Odell Beckham's one-hand catch? No. No. Yeah. I, I would only say yes because it was against the Cowboys. <laughs> I oh. see. So, so if it weren't against the Cowboys, yes,
2: okay. That's okay. fair enough. That's fair. I like that. A true fan.
0: What do you guys <laughs> think, you know... Yeah, are, do you guys play sport? You're big sports fans. Yes. Do you play? So, I mean, I know you're really busy with your schedule and stuff, so you might not play sports. But do you, what can you? Is there something in the acting world that you can relate? What it might feel like to make that catch? Like, is there a day when you know you're on set and something happens? Like, what is something that you can relate that feeling to?
1: whenever you have a one-take wonder, it feels like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. One take and then it's all over with. But nail the line and get very, off, walk off the set. That's very rare, though.
0: Is it rare? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I would have to say, when you end the day early?
0: <laughs> there it is. Because then you can go watch more sports. Yeah. yeah. There it is. It all comes full circle. Yes,
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they gave us
2: a full rundown of all of their teams that they follow. I agree with some of them. I'm, I'm, I'm siding with... Uh, with some of the picks, but not all of them. Dodger fan through and through I like that, but we got a Clippers fan over here. Wait, yes, was you the Clippers fan? I
1: am the Clippers fan. He
2: he he got me with the Chargers but then lost me with the Clippers, so Yeah. But that's okay. And then I saved you the Lakers. You did. You did. There it goes. Okay, so let's talk about the first half. Um, I wrote down this stat that they put up on the screen that Cincinnati had 118 pass yards in the first half. I sh- didn't catch the uh, Houston's first half pass yardage quick enough, but I know it was significantly less than 118. Right. DeAndre Hopkins had three targets, zero receptions in the whole first half. uh uh-huh and oh, what do you guys think was the main factor for that do you think it was the pass rush coming from the Texans onto Andy Dalton was you know he wasn't able to get his um or I'm sorry I I'm oh, yeah, Hoyer. yes yeah, other wait, way around wait a the pass rush from the Bengals onto Brian Hoyer or do you think it was just mismatch on on defense like whoever was covering him i don't know who it was i
1: have to say the um the Bengals, linebackers, defensive backs, and cornerbacks were incredible tonight. Yeah. They made some plays that you wouldn't think a bunch of guys stepped up on the D-line also. Right. I would have to say the D-line was what caused that. The D-line for the Bengals was dominant tonight. Well, they have
2: some notable pass rushers like Carlos Dunlap. And I forget, I wrote down, I think, the other
0: guy that um, made it, got a sack in that last... Well, you, know, while you, it? While you looked know, that up. It was, um, you know, for me, too, is I didn't, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I didn't, I like when quarterbacks take charge and run a hurry up offense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Foyer was yeah. running a hurry up off offense, but he wasn't, they weren't getting set. So yeah. then that was, you know, it's like you want to rush the D, but the D was responding with rushing him. Yeah. So he was being forced to make plays that maybe weren't. Exactly the way he thought it was going to happen.
2: Yeah, it was a- AJ Hawk at the end of the game had that sack to force the third and long with right. four, four minutes left. And he, AJ Hawk, used to play, they were mentioning, on uh, the Packers. He was a, a formidable force for them. But. Yeah, I agree with you guys that I think that that D-line for the Bengals tonight played really well. And I think their offense just couldn't support them.
0: No, there was a lot of drop passes. I feel like there was a lot of missed routes. You know what I mean? It was like the ball was there. They weren't. There was, there was, was, And it's just so funny because you see the history of these two teams for some reason. And I think that's across the board how it's funny how when there's two teams that have a rival. I don't even know if they're a rival, but sometimes these two teams like the Texans have beat them time after time after time so for some reason this Texans team gives the Bengals even though the Texans going in were three and five and the Bengals are eight zero, they give them a run for their money and they turn over W's with them which is crazy
2: I mean going home or playing at home I should say the Bengals I mean had the advantage by far uh J.J. Watt even was saying at the end of the game that Everyone was saying you got you guys can't do it you guys can't do it. Well, we did it. <laughs> he said, yeah.
0: "Well, how y'all doing?" Yeah, that's what they, he said. a little accent. He said, "Well, how y'all doing?" Which is interesting because I don't know that we heard him. We did cover Hard Knocks here, so I don't know that we heard him talk so much. Yeah, in Hard Knocks because the the uh, Texans were the team. So I feel like it was interesting to see him do that, and because we've been following that team this season more closely because they were on Hard Knocks, you know, you know. You know, you, you see what's happening out there. You see Charles Douglas, and you're like, man, that's has got What sucks. You yeah. You see these little things that makes it interesting to watch, and that's why I was just kind of cheering for them.
1: Yeah. What do
0: you guys think of J.J. J. Watt?
1: J.J. Um, um, J. Watt and um, Vince Wilfork and the rest of the um, D-line of the Texans did a great job tonight. They kept on rushing Andy Dalton enough to make him throw away passes or throw interceptions. Yep. Uh, what I think about J.J. J. Watt is the Bengals did a great job of keeping him Sec- they didn't let him sack anybody until the end of the game, which I think was a mistake by them. They should have let JJ J. Watt done his thing, but ignored everybody else. They focused yeah. too much on the safeties or the cornerbacks. They they should have focused a little more.
2: So you think that the because they focused so much on trying to contain JJ J. Watt, they didn't leave enough coverage for the rest yeah. of their the the offense. I see. I, I'd have to and, agree with you on that one.
0: Yeah, I feel I, I forgot, forgive me, I forgot which one, but one of you guys did the commercial with J.J. Watt. Correct? I did. You did. Okay. So Matthew, tell us a little bit about, what was it like, you know, meeting J.J. Watt? I mean, you hear all these things about how great he is and all this charitable work he does where he doesn't bring the cameras with him. What Tell us a little bit about that experience.
1: Um, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's, like, really really nice it's crazy because when he's in the room you know he's in the room he's a really big he doesn't maybe look that big on television but he's a giant in real life
0: really what was the commercial that you did again
1: of Ryzen mobile
0: okay cool yeah
2: I don't know. I'm gonna to have to go Google that or YouTube that and look it up because I'm interested now to see yeah. how you how you interacted with him.
0: Oh yeah, look, fantasy stats guru yeah. said that the Texans knocked the Bengals out of the playoffs two times in recent history.
2: Yes, Thanks, and if you guys remember, yeah. if you remember, we had Ben on the show a few weeks ago. He was one of our number one fans. Uh, he was in town, so we had him on. He's always bringing the stats. So, you guys would probably be good friends with him since you're so into the saber metrics over here. So, Ben, hit these guys up. They can probably, they might be able to give you a run for your money. Cause I think so. They yeah. were dropping some stats earlier. I was like, whoa, okay, I'm gonna stop arguing. <laughs> Kershaw, Granky We won't go there though. We won't go there. Okay, so we already, we mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. Didn't do well in the first half. Second half, different story. obviously, yes, a different story. Um, that first catch he had to begin... he or His first reception was the beginning of the third quarter, which was a crucial... I think it was a first down for, for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, so... And the Texans were, were giving Hoyer and Yates uh, excellent pass protection for the most part. They weren't really letting those, um, you know, defensive ends get around mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. I mean, so okay. The Texans defense. Do we want to talk about the Texans defense? They're out there without Jadavian Clowney, so yeah. Whitney Merciless has been taking over for him, and he played great tonight. He had a lot of key plays in in uh, for the defense.
0: I feel like their defense is is gotten it together, and, and I agree with you. You when you were saying earlier, they were trying to contain JJ Watt so much. I mean, you saw Brian Cushing make key plays. Yeah. You saw Wilfirk yeah. make a couple plays. You know, like, they're spreading out. It's like a lot of the times it's all on JJ's back, and I feel like they're learning to spread it out because teams are trying to contain him more, and I feel like they were doing that more effectively.
2: There we go. Fantasy Sacks Guru. Sorry, I'm just going to call I need to call um, you Ben from sorry, now on, ben. now that we know you. Uh, he helps me out there with, uh, he said, the Texans had 64 um, pass yards in the first half, where I said, you know, Cincinnati had 118, so it was very off balance nice. there in that first half. However, the end of the game, the passing yards 174 for Houston and 183 for the Bengals, so pretty it evened out, uh, pretty well in towards the, the end of that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, I think once they started getting DeAndre Hopkins into the game um what's his? his Federo- Fedorovic is that what you say Fedora Fedora Fedorowitz Yeah he had a, a pivotal catch there at 1.2 so what did you guys think of Houston's offense in the second half versus the first half
1: Houston's offense in the second half was still very slow but they had some pivotal plays in the in the third quarter and late in and early in the fourth quarter they were able to get that touchdown with DeAndre Hopkins and that just brought the offense up and the um, the energy in the stadium lower. Yeah. I think Kirby Yates is what made that second half so good for the um, Texans um, because they were letting him throw long. They didn't care if he threw the interception. They wanted to get that touchdown because no touchdown has happened in that game yet. Yeah. They wanted to get that first touchdown, get it out of the way. So I think that's why the Texans won that game.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean... Like Steph Z said in the beginning, everyone kind of held their breath when TJ Yates went in, but I think he played well. His final stats, he was 5 of 11, was 69 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he bar- he didn't really, would he play only the fourth quarter, or was he playing in the third, too? I think he started no, in was, late yeah. third.
0: Yeah, it was a late third. So,
2: late third, full fourth quarter, I mean, those are pretty good stats. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Um the stats i mean i don't know if anyone else is is looking at this and seeing it, but the stats to me are so crazy in this game it's like they're so similar they both both teams had sixteen first downs. The Texans had 61 plays. The Bengals had 62 plays. Both teams had total yards, 256 yards. The passing yards were within 10 differential. The rushing yards were in 10. You know, there were nine yards difference there, nine yards different rushing. The penalties was the only thing that was a really big difference. And the Bengals had two turnovers and the the Texans had one. I feel like you don't see it that... Close in yeah. a lot of games. Do you guys find yeah. that?
1: I'm um, talking about a close game. Um, at the end of the game when um the Bengals were on their last run, um Tyler Eiffel, Eifert. i yeah. yeah. If he, um, to me he's the, arguably the best tight end in the league, next to Rob Gronkowski. Um, but he is um he had a pivotal play where he dropped the ball, and if he didn't drop the ball. AJ Green might have not fumbled that pass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one where Brian Cushing was breathing down his neck? I don't remember. Oh, there was like a guy right on him. I think that was when Brian Cushing yeah. was literally right there, and it was that moment that when you're a receiver and you know that you're getting mauled, it was uh-huh. sometimes you drop the pass. I think mm-hmm. that, I remember which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's so true.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that AJ Green fumbled the ball in general. AJ Green usually has great hands. So I was really surprised when he fumbled the ball at that end of the game.
2: Well, it was. I feel like it was more because uh, Quentin Demps punched it out. He yeah. got like
1: it was. He got lucky and hit yeah. the ball perfectly. Yeah, but usually, he, even if he punches it out, he usually has a good secure um with his
0: hands on. The yeah,
1: top. I think.
2: Yeah, he could have. He could have held it in a little bit more, um, for sure. But well,
0: how much do you guys think that it's at this point in time when you're down, when you're losing? To the Texans And your undefeated team How much of it Do you think Becomes mental You know what I mean Like do you think That the Texans Got in their head And that's why Because they were making It was almost They were playing Super sloppy Like the Bengals Have been so um, on point They've been so underrated And now it's like
1: Even when the Texans Were losing I felt like it was The Texans game Bengals The stadium wasn't anywhere Yeah I, I couldn't see The atmosphere In the stadium at all I feel like they rap Bengals, but I feel like the Texans were felt like they were playing at home, yeah, um, I think that played a big part mental game because the Texans really put it in their head, what if we're not undefeated, and that's what made the Bengals fans so upset. They kept on cutting to in the game all just every after every timeout or half end they just show a sad Bengals fan, yeah, yeah it's true, they were. <laughs> yeah I.
2: They mentioned too, in the broadcast, too, uh, when I was driving over one of the whoever was on the sideline said that the stadium you could clearly hear in the third quarter it had gone very silent. so I think that that, along with the fact that they just didn't really have control of the game at all, right. maybe in the first half a little bit, but they really lost control um in that second half, which was. A bummer. I, I I don't know. I I know that I'm supposed to want the Texans to win because we covered Hard Knocks, but I I just wanted. I like the uh, the Bengals. I wanted them to continue the undefeated streak. We're not
0: supposed to. I just feel like no, when I you know. see something like Hard Knocks. Do you guys watch Hard Knocks? No. Oh, okay. It's kind of like an inside. It's almost like a backstage. I pass watched Breaking or something. Ground
1: on WWE. Which is same same producers, same difference.
0: Oh, yeah. cool. Um, so it's almost like you, I just feel like it's those little things that you know about the players yeah. that make the yeah. players a little bit more tangible. That's yeah. why I find myself rooting for them, even though I picked the Bengals to win. Right. But I was still kind of all right. It's the Texans though. Like and last know, year, last
2: year it was the Falcons, so we always yeah. wanted them to win, but they didn't have a good season last year. Not
0: yeah. at
1: all.
2: No. But they're they're doing pretty well this yeah. year.
1: They they're set to make the playoffs postseason, but, yeah. but I don't it's want still... them to win at all. Why? I don't know. I just don't feel like the Falcons should go all the way. You don't like them? I like the team. I just don't want them to go all the way. Who do you think okay. going to win the
0: Super Bowl? I'm just going to put you on I the I would spot. like
1: the Bengals to go all the way. Wow. Oh.
0: Well, Is it the hair?
1: Yeah, it's because you're no, Andy Dalton look like mini No, because <laughs> this is Andy Dalton's one of his first good years. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: um,
1: I think he. they may have to push him to go to the yeah. postseason. Do
0: you think he bounces back? Do you guys think the Bengals bounce back or there's going to be another one or two? I mean, you know, as soon as the Denver Broncos were, lost their undefeated record it's been like, uh, the Broncos. You know, do you think that yeah. the the Bengals bounce back and they're going to win? Or do you think – not that we have to go to predictions yet, but I'm just thinking how do you – what do you think it's going to do to this team that they were on the longest streak of wins that the franchise has ever had and now they lost to somebody like the Texans?
1: I think it's, they will win more games because it was a reality check for them. Well, they needed it.
0: yeah.
2: Definitely, but they face the Cardinals next week in Arizona, Sunday Night Football. Or, yeah, it's Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a tough matchup
1: for them because the Cardinals are playing really well right now. I feel like the Cardinals is my pick to win the Super Bowl. Um, But I think the Cardinals are one of the toughest matchups you could have at this point of the season. They're a team that they've lost two games, but all seven games that they've won have been quality games. Yeah, did you watch the game this this past Sunday? Yesterday? I watched part of it. Yeah. I mean, they played
2: really well and and they have a lot of threats on offense and defense. They're very a very well-balanced team. Like the Honey Badger was making some crucial plays there for them. Yeah. And then, you know, you still have Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Ellington, Michael Floyd was balling for them. So, I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Andy Dalton and the Bengals. But we'll get to predictions later, yeah. Uh, yeah. talk about that. But. Oh,
0: also, too, I want to give a shout-out to our boy, Jonathan. He is in Laguna Beach for a few weeks on another gig. But uh, we miss you. Thanks for being in the chat role and participating.
2: Yeah, and uh, Ben, our fantasy stats guru, mentioned up there, which is a good stat to bring up, that the Bengals tend, or, you know, in their last couple of primetime games, they struggle. They struggle when they're in prime time. They struggle in the playoffs. Andy Dalton has never won a playoff game. I feel like
1: when they're in a game where they're playing, where they're the only team in that day, I feel like there's a little pressure because that's everybody's watching. Yes, right. I agree with it's you. It's not just it's just like it's not like a Sunday afternoon where there's like six games going on and you get a certain amount of they get like a little amount of viewers and you have little to worry about. So, do you think it's Andy Dalton
2: that gets nervous, or do you think it's the team as a whole? Team as a whole. Interesting.
1: I think in, I think so too. Cincinnati isn't one of the biggest football towns around, but I feel like they always just like fall when they get to the postseason. They never do good. And I think this could be this their year because they need it. They they just really need it. <laughs> Well,
2: yeah, and this is the best, like Steph said, this is the best start in franchise history. Mm -hmm. Um, They have been, up into this game, playing really well. Obviously, they were undefeated. So there's a great chance for them to at least get the first win of the postseason down and out of the way. I don't know how far. I don't know if I think they will make it to the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Right. Um, so we still have the Panthers undefeated. We still have the Patriots undefeated. Is it just those two now? Yeah. I think so. I
0: think so. One AFC, one NFC.
2: Yeah. Interesting. What do you guys think? I want to hear your your take on the Panthers this season. We mentioned it before the show that the Panthers were horrible last season. Led they still their, made the postseason. Yes, they led their division with a losing
1: record. This season, they're 9-0. and What's but, different? What, what do you think happened? They're an all-around great team. Yeah. Um they have everything you need. They have a wide receiver, they have a tight end, they have Cam Newton, they have a great defense. They have everything you need to be a solid team in the NFL.
2: Jonathan Stewart, running back, don't yes. worry
1: about him. <laughs> I think this year they don't have as many injuries. Yeah. They're lucky. They this year is the year of the injury. They're lucky they haven't got a major player injured yet. So I think if they don't if they keep that up, then they're fine. They're gonna go all the way if they do.
2: Yeah, that's a great point that you make there. Um, that the the Panthers really haven't had a major injury yeah. yet, so hopefully that that luck stays with them because that's everyone has been going down this season, yeah. including your boy Benjamin Tony Tony Romo. But the whole Cowboys team is gone. He's he's coming back this season. Or I
1: mean, sorry, this, this week. week. Um, but let's hear it. You, told, you said my you take, had a different yeah. take on that. Uh, I, this is just my opinion, but I think the Cowboys should sit Romo for the rest of the season, make sure he's 100%. They're they're most likely not going to be in the playoffs with their record at this moment. And the, the most they're going to get is maybe if they step it up the division spot, but most likely it would be probably a um, wild card if they had a chance. But I think um, they should just keep with the Whedon-Castle mashup. Really? Yes. Even though they're 0-7 without Tony Romo? Yes. I think the Cowboys and Chargers should just tank the season, get that early draft pick, and both Cowboys need another QB because Romo's not, if he gets injured again, they're going to need a good QB, and the Chargers Mm -hmm. need a good alignment. Yeah, that is very true. The Chargers' O-line is
2: horrible.
0: It's so funny that you guys say that because I remember last year my team, the Jets, we, we finished 4-12, and 12, but at the end of the season, we won like two games or something. And, and there was a hashtag going around that said, suck for the duck, so that we could be terrible, so that we would get a higher pick, so we could get uh, Mariota. And that's kind of what you guys are saying. It's almost like your season's not, you're not going to win the Super Bowl this season, so play bad, which is an interesting strategy that I wonder if some teams ever... I mean, like I don't think teams blow games on purpose, but it's but an you, interesting concept, you know. Yeah. I
2: mean, the problem is the Chargers are inadvertently losing every game. Like they're trying, but they're just that team. Yeah. They're that they're almost. Just,
1: they're an almost the char- team. The they Chargers, almost win. Which is, um, the problem with the Chargers is the O line. Yeah. They have so many injuries on the O line, and if you don't have a great O line, the QB can't do anything. Phil Rivers can't do anything. Yeah. If someone's always always rushing you, you can't do anything. But Philip Rivers is still finding a way to get passing yards. But Keenan Allen's injured. Yep. Antonio Gates our, is out for our, a little bit. Our, our, our whole entire wide receivers, all of the wide receivers on the Chargers are injured at the moment.
2: Malcolm Floyd too.
1: Yeah, Mal, yeah, Malcolm Floyd went out last game. What do you yeah. think of Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon is it up. Yeah, we didn't trade up for that draft pick for nothing. We we need him to show. I agree with a, you that he's a that he's an NFL running back. You can't be good in college. You have to... If you're good in college, and you have to adjust to the NFL. Right. And a lot of people were con, uh, comparing him to LaDainian Tomlinson, who, as
2: you know... Never is, do that. Never do I that. I know. They should never the, do that. <laughs> the number one running back in Chargers history. And a friend of... Or well, he's on NFL Network. He's a great guy. Really nice, uh, down-to-earth human being. So, yeah, I mean... I thought that was a little bit of an outrageous comparison as mm-hmm. well.
1: But he still hasn't really done anything at all. Not at all. That um, first... I think what really ruined his whole, entire, like, his whole entire game so far was in the first game of the season, He his first run was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And they reviewed it to see if his knee t- had touched the ground. And they said it did. But they... But then they replayed it again, and it showed that his knee didn't touch the ground. Hmm. So it wasn't called a touchdown. He still has not got a rushing touchdown. So you think that that
2: play, got, he got into his head, and now he's not he able can. to do it? Hmm. I hope that he can turn it around before the end of the season.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah, so last week... Real quick, when I don't think you were here, Tina Cap, but we started the uh, the suck bucket.
2: Yeah, I heard. Well, I saw when when Ben tweeted that
0: the picture because Ben the Chargers awesome.
2: were in the suck so, bucket. right? so what
0: we're gonna do is we're gonna take the moment in the game that you want to put in the suck bucket, like the worst moment. Someone should have caught a pass. Someone should have made a throw. Someone should have made a tackle. A ref made a bad call. I saw a ref fall down in this game. Like whatever oh, that, that is.
1: Okay. Whatever it is, I know like, what it is. Like, what
0: what would go in your sock um, bucket?
1: On that play where the it was was it the Bengals that go line with the ref fell down? Yeah, that was like I I had a review. Like my mom. No, was, was it the Texans? I, I don't and know. And then they hit, kicked the field goal. It's one of the teams. One, so Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Um, I, was, I I was getting ready to come, come here and I was watching the game and I had to rewind it for my mom because I just c- couldn't stop
0: stop laughing. What made him fall? I just saw him falling. Yeah. It's His own feet? His own feet. <laughs> yeah, poor guy, man. Those guys run around and get tired, too. All right, so the ref goes in the suck bucket. What else goes in um, the sock bucket? I think at
1: the end of the game, Tyler Efert got a pass straight to him, hit him right in the chest, and he pretty much just fell straight down. Yeah. I think if he would have caught that pass, the Bengals could have went on and won that game
0: alright I like it what about
2: you Tina Cap what are you putting in the suck bucket um, I'm gonna have to agree with Matthew in the uh, Tyler Eifert drop because I mean come on it went straight to him. Straight like,
0: to him. Yeah. Right, it, no, right in, in his
2: there hands. There was no reason yeah. for him to drop it.
0: No. Nah, yeah. That was the one that I was thinking about and too. And the
2: problem is sorry, I didn't mean so to sorry. cut you off is he's been the X Factor for that team yeah, all season. Touchdowns from he touchdowns in the first He was
0: scared. He was scared of touchdowns. He,
2: he played bad tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know. When you're a receiver, I understand these receivers and the athleticism and what they do to sometimes make these ridiculous, amazing caches. And even if they drop those, everyone's like, man, they should have had it. But you really should have. When it hits you in the numbers, yeah. well,
2: you got to catch that ball. Well,
0: right, yeah. it was right
1: in his hands. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like
0: right directed yeah. at the numbers. He's got to catch Even that.
1: when it bounced off, he still had a chance to catch the ball. Yeah. yeah,
0: there's no focus there. His eyes are somewhere else. That's what I think happens there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um... Okay,
2: so should we get into predict or
0: Yeah, let's get into some perks or, Are there any other anything else wait, about no, this? let's yeah. let's
2: let's talk about your show first okay, and then we'll yeah. do predictions. Okay. So like I said, you just wrapped first season of Best Friends Whenever. It's on
1: Disney Channel. Tell us a little bit about your show and the roles that you play. Um the show's about two girls Sid and Shelby and when they get the power to time travel, they get in a lot of um, a lot of trouble with bad people and it's just a really fun show I play Chet and he plays Brett yes. Shelby's younger brothers. Very cool. Wow
2: what's been your your most uh, favorite scene to film so far? like what was
1: the fun most fun? uh the most fun i've had is gonna be in the christmas episode um we had this really fun action scene it was really awesome
2: so we can catch it right before christmas is what you're saying yeah yes. it's gonna be in december awesome and an
0: action
1: y- scene
2: i'm excited
0: when does your guys uh, tell the people when they can find your show what channel everything like that What day of the week all that
1: um you guys can find our show every sunday at 8:30, and on disney channel 8:30
0: awesome. at night or in the morning in the at night okay awesome
1: so
2: you just like I said three times already how we just wrapped first season second season what do you expect from your characters what do you think I expect, that you
0: can tell us I, yeah.
1: I expect a lot of a lot of things yes. I expect awesome storylines awesome action scenes awesome things that we can do I expect to do more stunts ooh so you do your own stunts some of them
2: you guys hear that out there they do their own stunts some of them
0: <laughs> that's pretty, uh, pretty that's, amazing. That's, yeah,
2: that's
1: a hot commodity there. I'm Actors that do their stunts. own stunts.
0: I'm just sitting here in a chair. Yeah, you know. I think
1: yeah. the chat roll agrees with Evert.
0: Where is it? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. Suck bucket. I agree. She's a hardcore as Jets. What? I'm not a Jersey girl. I'm from New York. Get it wait, right. Wait, tell
2: me how your NFL career is. Go- wait, what?
0: Oh, I love how they we said- missed it. We went. It said I love how Steph about? said something like a New Yorker. Oh, I, I like love it. how Steph said numbers like a New Yorker. That's right, Sylvia. Love. I'll talk like a New Yorker for you. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's funny. Coffee. Forget about it.
2: Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well. Okay. So.
0: Let's, get a fix on. let's ta- yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do some picks. Ta- so next Monday Night Football, we've got wait. Now, oh, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> you like that? You like it? That's cool.
2: That's cool, yeah. Alright, so we have, like we said, Cincinnati at Arizona. What's where are the Texans playing? On um, the Texans play the Jets. Oh, Keith. they do. Texans are they at home? I don't Texans, Texans are, at are at home.
0: home. The Jets are away, yeah.
2: Okay, so Texans, Jets,
0: oh, uh, Bengals,
2: Cardinals. That makes me At nervous. Arizona. Okay. And
0: next and Monday then Night next, Football yeah. is... Bill's
1: Patriots.
0: In, um... New England, I think.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's a good in one. New England. Okay. Oof. Okay, Benjamin, you go first.
0: Yes, yeah, Sylvia, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh-huh. Okay. She's my new favorite person.
2: <laughs> Sylvia Love in the chat room with the Jets. Yeah, The Jets Sylvia. Love.
1: Like I'll it. go first, I guess. Okay. Should right, yes. so we go game by game? Yeah, so
2: go Houston, the table? Houston Jets, who Texans Jets, who do you who do you got there? I got
0: Be nice. Jets over Texans.
2: Oh. Yeah, buddy. 14-13. Ooh, he's even throwing in a score. All I like right. it. Um, Wait, are you going to keep track of everyone?
0: Uh Or do I need to write it no, down? No, you do. <sighs> Fine.
2: Okay, so next Cardinals at Arizona. So Cardinals? No. Bengals I'm sorry Bengals yeah Cardinals <laughs> are Arizona <laughs> t- <Duh. laughs> Bengals I
0: know you I know you work nights and your sleep is all off but get it no <laughs>
2: Come on man a I got Give me a break. um Cardinals 35 21 Okay so we have Jets we have cards
1: All right and next Monday night Bills Patriots I'm going to get Bills make the undefeated yeah. team not undefeated anymore I like that I'm going to go a high scoring game um 38 35 I like that. With bills with the um, last-second
2: field goal. Even though the Bills have been not been playing up to their potential, you're still going
1: to take them. I'm, I'm going to take them.
0: Next Ryan against the Patriots is another thing. That's true. Gonna le-
1: I'm going to I'm going to give them a win here.
0: All right. I like it. I like where your heads at, man. you We're about to come laughing. back whenever you want. Okay.
1: So <laughs> in the Jets Texans games, I have I have Texans twenty-one to
0: ten. I didn't like you. Sorry, anyway. Steph. I'm I'm feel just like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like.
1: Them winning this game will let them win the next in the get next that momentum. The, the momentum Seems yeah. like Dylan in the chat roll agrees with Matthew. Texans uh. 21, Jets
2: 14. Alright, Dylan agrees. Kay. And then Bengals versus Cardinals. I have the Cardinals 14-3. to 3. Wow, you really think the Bengals are going to be held to one singular field goal? I think so. Wow.
1: And then right. Bills Patriots. I have Bills thirty
2: four to seventeen. All right. Wow. Thirty four to seventeen. Yeah. You think the Bills defense can stop the Pats like that?
1: Yep. Wow. Confident.
0: Oh, Brady's confident. gonna have
1: a bad game. Oh,
0: I love, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cincy. I'm, a, I don't, I'm, I'm gonna go. Cincy. Obviously
2: Jets. So we don't even need to say that out loud. Cincy Jets
0: <laughs> Bills. Boom.
1: Bill's three out of four so far. Okay.
0: I do. I think the Patriots, they got lucky against the Giants. They got way too lucky. lucky. They're way losing way it. Way too lucky. And you got to think about it with the Patriots. I mean, I'm sure you guys know, but every four years, the conferences and the teams are set the same, and every four years, it's like they have more advantage at home, more advantage out of way. So if you look at it, the Patriots, in 2007, when they went undefeated, it's eight years ago, so it's the same cycle, so mm-hmm. that's why they're going undefeated. They haven't beat many winning teams. Yeah. So this whole Patriots undefeated thing, it's not going to last. They're not winning the Super Bowl. They're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to just... And Edelman's out.
2: Yeah. I know that was a big loss for them, for sure. And Lewis... Deion Lewis, their number one running back. What's going
1: on, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alexis? I love you. Our engineer is a Pats fan, and she is giving me crap on the, the chat <laughs> roll here. But that's okay because I'm still, I'm still, still, still going to say it. They're yeah, not beating win- they're not beating winning teams. It's the same thing that happened in 2007. It's the same sort of schedule.
2: She's got she's got the numbers to prove it.
0: I All right, I'm
2: going Jets. Over Texans? You, I
0: think this is the first time in the world you picked my Jets! No, I picked them last
2: season, I think. I once. don't think you did! <laughs> okay, well. I love you! I love you more. Okay, and I'm going with, I'm sorry, the Cardinals are definitely gonna yes. defeat the Bengals. And I'm gonna say Bills too. I'm gonna yeah. make it a 4, four out of 4! Air 5, Air 5. Oh
0: yeah. Yes, yes all
2: going Bills because Bill Why not? Belichick is going down.
0: No, I just feel like Rex Ryan knows the Patriots. <laughs> and Rex- oh, sorry, <laughs> Alexis. And I feel like, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's time for them to lose. Yeah. And it would make me just, not just as happy, it would make me almost as happy as for the Patriots to be knocked off their undefeated season by Rex Ryan because I loved Rex Ryan. Yeah. So I still am... It's the only time I'll root for a team in my you know, division to win.
2: Wait, so quickly, were you guys shocked at the firing
1: of Rob Ryan from the Saints today? Yes, the Saints defense have been, has been terrible all season. So you weren't yeah. shocked. You think yeah. that it was a, a good choice to fire him? It was a good to choice fire to yeah. fire him, but th- I think they should have done it in the off season. It's a li- I think it's a little too late Yeah. to oh. um, fire him. If they were to fire him, it would be week three, week four, and looking at how they played. And yeah. early going. What was the what was the score of their game? They lost by a lot. Yes, I think that's what decided it.
2: Yes, and they lost to somebody pretty
1: horrible, didn't they? Uh, they lost to the Redskins forty seven fourteen. Yes. Yeah. When that's when Cousin
0: gets 47, Cousins it's gets forty seven Cousins gets forty seven points. I don't it's know. Not good at all. No. I don't know.
2: No. Is there any other major NFL news that you guys want to talk about before we uh, get me out of here? See. Oh, he's like, well, let me, look at them let me, in the chat roll.
0: Alexis writing for TV. Ben, I thought you were with us. We all picked the Bills, Ben. What's happening here? What's Come happening? On, ben. Castle fans. I'm a Castle fan, too. I am Rick Castle. Come on, now. Sylvia anyway, agrees, though. On. She
2: says Brady will not go to
1: the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm... Here, let me see if there's any NFL news that just <sighs> happened. Oh, he's going to give you breaking news yeah. right Uh-oh. now. Um, Rams benched Colt Foles. Really? They're starting Keenum Sunday. Case Keenum? Yeah. Is that his name, right?
0: There was an interesting um, stat that I saw earlier where they had I um, I don't know, the stats were up to, I think maybe I took a picture. It was Bradford and Foles and how like the trade didn't really work out for either one of them. Yeah. Oh.
1: Stafford Bradford is injury prone. And
0: yes. Foles is
1: just not Foles. Yeah. I folds one fantasy here and he just killed it for like three games and he was gone. Are the Rams yeah. playing the Lions? Or wait. Let me see. You said Stafford, right? Um, the Rams are playing the Ravens. Oh, at Ravens. Oh, 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 yeah, that's
0: oh. nation. You can't speak yeah, for afterbuzz for us <laughs> all like that. Gay sign in with, with your own login, Alexis. <laughs> I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I I Nick Foles is just he's average to me, so he's yeah, he's yeah, too and
0: average. Sanchez played for the Eagles too. That trade was bub- Bust all around. Yeah, Sanchez is just. And then I love him, but he's not great anymore. Anyway. Victor
2: Cruz's season's over. Yeah. Not surprising. He's made of glass. Yes,
0: is. <laughs> yes. Sadly, he's yes. made of that nice, like blown good glass. Though, like yeah. he's good like when he's good. Well,
2: yeah, but he's always injured. I feel like every season he's injured. Right. So they're lucky. The Giants are lucky. I'm sorry, Ben. I don't mean to bring up the Giants around you, but it's fine. <laughs> they're lucky that they've got Odell Beckham in there to kind of pick up the slack for the loss of Victor Cruz. But. yes, yeah. but they
1: don't have they right at this moment they don't have another force like Odo, but Odell Beckham. True. That can powerhouse the defense.
0: Yeah, but Cruz has been not there the whole season. It's not like no, they just, just the lost Cruz. Yet. It's no, just yeah. he's not coming back. So I don't think that that's going to affect what they've been doing this season so far. Not at all he all. hasn't been, you know, a target or threat at all.
2: All right. Well, Benjamin, Matthew, it's been a pleasure to have you guys. Thank um, you. Tell Thank the fans you. out there again where they can watch their sh- your show, what time, and where they can find you on Twitter if they want to follow you.
1: Okay. Uh, our show's best ones Whatever, eight thirty on Disney Channel, and my Instagram and Twitter is the Ben Royer, and the show's on Sunday. Oh, sorry. didn't mention that. And my Twitter and Instagram is the Matthew Royer. Please follow me. Hashtag Twinges. Twingers, yes.
0: Twingers. Um, thank Wait, you guys. First
1: tell them what twingers mean. Twingers. Twingers, twingers. twingers. Yes. twingers. and it's our hashtag. We that
0: might it. be the, the best hashtag I've heard in a really long time. Um, thank you guys so much for coming. It was thank really you. fun thank to have you. you. And you guys can keep up with me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Also, check out Rare Read Lifestyle Brand, my t-shirt company. And you can find me on Instagram or Twitter
2: at Tina Cap. And, yeah, we'll see you next week.
0: From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and
2: post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com.
0: I'm
1: Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of
0: Afterbuzz TV. Well, see you BuzzBuzzle! The views expressed herein or those of the host only they do not necessarily reflect the views of Afterbuzz TV or its owners or principals.